Friedman, please try the problem before viewing the solution. So we're asked to find the inertia of this uh, right cylindrical cone. And to do this, uh, we have to break this up into uh, a group of shapes that we know the inertia of. And so I can treat this as a bunch of little disks. And I know the inertia of a disk is just 1 half mr squared. So if I add up the inertia for all of the little disks, then I can find the total inertia. Okay, so I'm going to use the formula that the total inertia is the differential unit of mass pen is not writing differential unit of mass times r squared. Okay, so um, can also express that as the uh, sum of all the inertia of all the individual components. Okay, so if I express them as disks, then I'll plug that uh, inertia into there. So if I express this disk as a very thin disk, such that its thickness is d sub z, and I can express its radius, little r, um, in terms of its height from here, that z equals 0, then the radius r is just z times r over h. So for instance, when z equals h, the radius equals capital R. When z equals 0, the radius is equal to 0. So I'll plug that radius in for this. The mass of this disk is just um, the density times its volume. Its volume is its thickness times its area. Its area is pi r squared. Its thickness is dz. So this mass is a differential element of mass. And plugging in, well, let me leave it like that for now. OK, so I'm going to say. The inertia is equal to the sum of all these little disks. As I integrate from 0 to capital H, the inertia looks like um, 1 half rho times pi r squared dz. That was the mass. The radius is r squared. So I have like an r to the fourth. When I combine this r squared and this r squared, so let me put all the other terms uh, first, and then r to the fourth, this is my r, r to the fourth is z to the fourth times big R to the fourth over h to the fourth, all times dz. So there's my expression. Integrating that's trivial. There's only one term here that depends on z. The integral of that is z to the fifth over 5. All the other terms are constant. So I have 1 half, a row in the numerator, a pi in the numerator, an h to the fourth in the denominator, and an r to the fourth in the numerator. And I'm evaluating that from 0 to h. So when I plug in 
zero, this gives me zero. When I plug in h into here, I have h to the fifth over h to the fourth, which is just h. So I have one half h times one fifth rho pi r to the fourth. So there's an expression. Problem is, uh, I prefer not to have this in terms of the density. I prefer to have it in terms of the mass. So let me see if I can find uh, the mass of this cylinder. It's just the integral of the differential element of mass. So I integrate from 0 to h. And that's, um, let's see, that's rho pi r squared times dz. And for r, I'm going to plug in z times r over h. So that's squared times dz. So when I integrate that, all these constant terms come out front. And I have the integral of z squared dz, which is 1 third z cubed, evaluated from 0 to h. So that gives me rho pi r squared h over 3. Okay, so relating that to my expression for the inertia, let me write the inertia as um, 1 tenth times rho pi r squared h over 3 times 3 times r squared. And then this term right here is the mass. And so, evaluating this, find some blank space over here. The moment of inertia works out to be 3 tenths times mass times r squared. And I found that just by integrating uh, this, this block, or this cylinder, broken up into a bunch of little, uh, little disks.